The trailer for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers once and always dropped Tuesday night. Uh, how many times has Mitch seen it since Tuesday? Um, Lydia, I want to start with you this week because I have a feeling our amounts might be similar. Hmm. It's because I like the sound. I'm going to go with 28. 28, okay. Uh, Tabitha? I don't like this game because there's no winner. Because <laughs> um, you don't even know how many times you've watched it. Um, I'm going to say, can I do over-under? Sure. All right. Uh, more than five, but less than ten. Okay. Matt? I'm going to go... Hmm, let's say 23. Okay. Um, closest without going over is Tabitha. Uh, she's right. I did not keep track. Um, I am certain that it's in the double digits, though. <laughs> I I would probably say twelve to fifteen. So that's embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> for you, maybe. No, I won. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what your prize is? Nothing. You get to chase that later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to The Geek Awakens with Mitch, Matt, Tabitha, and Lydia. Lydia said later, but it's actually going to be right now. (laughs) Um, So we kind of ended... A couple weeks ago, uh, talking about Peepsy, and I have my hands on Peepsy. Nope, don't like that. <laughs> Never say that again. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I was at a crossroads because it's like I didn't want for the Peepsy to get warm over this next hour. But at the same time, I didn't want to have to run upstairs at the end of the show to get the peepsy. I need you to desperately stop saying peepsy. <laughs> That's going to be the the name of tonight's episode. I hope you know that right. I will probably get peeps like the the the, the crappy Photoshop is probably going to be peeps with our faces on it. I just want you to know that or. Us with peeps faces on it. I might do that. I don't know. Why don't you take a picture of each of our faces as we taste the peepsies? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I just, that's a lot of work. And and we're live. Well, okay, we're not live. Fine. Okay. I just um, want to say, as this bottle is sitting in front of me, that the total like carb, sugar, whatever in this bottle is 69 grams. <gasps> nice. Oh, my God. There are two kinds of people. <laughs> Mitch, who is 12, and Matt, who is afraid of all that sugar. <laughs> and also, the uh, percent daily value of 69 grams of sugar is 138% of the amount of sugar you should probably drink in a day. Oh, Jesus. Uh, so let's open the, these bad boys up. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. I'm not ready for this. <laughs> I just have this bad... Okay. 
Okay. <laughs> so if we uh, don't end up doing a show or anything for C2E2 next weekend, you know what happened. We died from this. We're all I... currently in comas from all the sugar. Why is it so thick? Diabetic comas. <laughs> But really, though, is that not thick? <laughs> like with three C's? Like, does that not feel like a thicker? I don't know. It's I don't, been a I long don't time normally since judge the thickness of my soda's tab. It's all that 69 it's... grams of sugar. <laughs> I don't like anything about this. <laughs> all right, guys. To uh, Geek Awakens. Cheers. cheers. Um, I don't hate it i don't remember what real pepsi tastes like so is this not normal pepsi <laughs> there's definitely a marshmallow aftertaste there's so many swallowing sounds i'm so sorry none of us want to try it but we all go back for a second swig (laughs) (laughs) simultaneously too i'm pretty sure some just shot out of mitch's nose yes it did (laughs) i didn't even find anything that funny i just i i saw matt start to laugh and then (laughs) guys i really need to put my nose (laughs) there's there's peepsy in my nose I mean, it's not terrible. I hate to say it, but no, it's it's really not awful. There is it just like a hint. It smells odd. Like it smells like a weaker version of Pepsi. But like I ha- down yeah, down. like like Pepsi you left sit with ice in it for like two days in your mm. car and then you threw it away. Yeah, but like can't wait to see what this all sounds like just a bunch of swallowing and sniffing sound so would you would you buy this on your own no no how about you Um, you did buy it on your own (laughs) i mean i yeah you're right i did buy it on my own but for the purposes of this podcast um so i will be getting reimbursed for that (laughs) but by who (laughs) the marketing department oh yeah exactly (laughs) Now hiring one marketing <laughs> um, comes with a uh, <laughs> half a bottle of Pepsi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's your perk. But past this moment, um, no, I'm I'm glad I'm glad that I had this adventure. Excuse me, gave me the burps. Um, glad I had this adventure. Glad I had this adventure with you all. Um, but yes, I will not be embarking on this again. How does it compare to that Starlight? The Starlight one wasn't bad. I actually found myself like actually getting that again. But then like Coke had like this other, I think, was it Dream maybe? I don't remember. They had another one and it was straight trash. Mm. But yeah. My insides Mm. are rebelling. Put that right over there. You had a Diet Coke last week. You'd be fine. Oh, yeah, but that's a whole different breed of carbonation. <laughs> so. I think I'm just going to be drinking straight water for like the next three days, too. 
counteract all the sugar that I just took in. Right, I think my kidney's going into shock right now. <laughs> Kid's gonna be dancing the conga here in a little bit from the sugar. <laughs> I'm gonna apologize right now if your child's first word is peepsy. I will sue you. <laughs> I don't know how, I don't know for what, but I will figure it out. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. You ain't going to get much, though. No. Yeah. I don't uh, want the rest of the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Um, Tabitha, we've got some breaking Thrillbillies news. We do, indeed. Um, no, when you leave your hometown, there's a couple of things you should do one of those things is unfollow your hometown's news on social media because it will save you a lot of heartbreak um so we were on our way or no we were getting ready to head over here and i happened to look at my phone so the park where the old team where the thrillbillies are going to be which were which rent one park um and they were the southern illinois miners because you know it made sense because mining and rent one sponsored the park um, evidently they couldn't get Natty Light or Keystone, uh, so they settled for third best, uh, which is Mountain Dew. <laughs> it's going to be, um, Mountain Dew Park. This is amazing. Is I- it? <laughs> um, so the marketing specialist for the business that owns this park, I'm going to quote this because it is the most uncomfy thing I've ever heard. You'd be hard-pressed to find a soda more thrilling than Mountain Dew. It's kinetic. It's raw. It's daring. Guzzled by risk-takers, daredevils, and mavericks who break rules and land on their feet, no matter what hurdles they face. When I think of people who drink Mountain Dew, that is literally the direct opposite (laughs) of the people that I think drink Mountain Dew. I mean... Mountain Dew Park. Do uh, they have a Cheeto Pavilion? Give it time. Um, <laughs> know your audience, I guess. Right. <laughs> if you enjoy the flavor of vegetable oil, and then have have Mountain Dew. Oh God. Um, they're gonna be, you know, rebuilding it into a vibrant city within a city. And I'm quoting here: Rent One Park, uh, Mountain Dew Park, whatever they want to call it, is currently kind of like bland. It's very gray. It is very modern for the area, and it has not been built that long. But they're planning to turn it into um, a vibrant city within a city. Like I said, full service bar, pickleball, mini golf, hotel, shopping center, a national sports tourism destination. They're going to be calling the entirety of the complex Thrillville. I mean, of course. Thrillville. Yeah. They're planning to make it like vibrant and stuff. For that, are they gonna make everything green because of Mountain Dew? Because are, are they just gonna make the Emerald City out yep, of this like, pretty much. ballpark? Yeah. Okay. Um, I looked at some of the like mock-ups and the drawings, and it looks, it looks like thirteen-year-old boys were given Sims, <laughs> and a lot of Mountain Dew, and they were like, "Build your ultimate best day," and they were like, "So cool, bruh. And then that's what they came up with, and it's this. It's going to be so tacky. And I know Mitch is going to want to take a field trip. Yeah, I do. And I'm going to contact the marketing department of the Thrillville Thrillbillies and see if we can like sing like the seventh inning stretch at some point. Take me out to the ball game. 
I would literally Take rather y'all out to the ball game. Slit my wrist than do that that close to my hometown. I would rather watch every Spider-Man movie four times in a row on repeat mm. for 365 days than set foot in that ballpark. So, is it you're watching like? chronologically like all of the Spider-Man movies and then starting over mm-hmm. or are you watching Spider-Man 1 <laughs> 1, 2, 3, 4 then Spider-Man 2 1, 2, 3, 4 then Spider-Man 3 1, 2, 3, 4 ad nauseum whatever will keep me out of that ballpark <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of Thrillville good for you guys <laughs> y'all so tacky <laughs> so you know what's not tacky uh, next week or by the time I maybe get around to finishing any of this this week, or if it's a really bad week, last week is C2E2. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up soon. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, C2E2 is next week. I am super excited. Um, I'm assuming you guys are too. Um, Matt, do you actually have something exciting going on C2E2 weekend? I do. Do um I was selected a couple of years ago they did this they did a book club um gave out I think they mailed the book last last time um to a bunch of people do a book club discussion um this year it is it is midnight is the darkest hour um by uh, Ashley Winstead um Ashley Winstead is also going to be there to take part in the book club discussion um, so that'll be kind of cool. And, um, we actually already have an interview lined up with her as well. Sweet. So, so I'm not going to lie. When you sent that over, I read the title and then I read the like time slot for the book club and I flipped to the AM and PM. I'm like, you're going to go to a book club at midnight. That- <laughs> Okay, sure, have fun. <laughs> um, let's open up the pull list. What's on our pull list this week? And we have two books to talk about tonight. Uh, the first one is Tiny Fox and Great Boar Dawn. Uh, it's out April 5th from Oni Press by Berenica Colomica. Uh, in the third and final installment of great, of the Great Fox and... I'm sorry, of the Tiny Fox and Great Boar <laughs> series... Um, Fox and Boar make their way to the wetlands where they befriend a young mayfly. Their time with the mayfly is cut unexpectedly short, leaving Fox and Boar feeling true sadness for the first time. Thankfully, they have each other to learn how to be brave. Um, Matt, I know you said you had a chance to read this. Uh, I w- just reading the description that Oni Press gave us, and then I kind of like broke it down from there. Uh, I already almost started crying. So there's a lot of emotions in this. There, there are. Um, the art is absolutely beautiful. Um, there are pages like we say a lot of times, but there are definitely pages here which could be pulled out and framed and hung as art. This story is so heartfelt and um, they do such a good job of bringing emotional intelligence to the characters and what they have to overcome and deal with in, in a setting of a kid's book is 
just absolutely phenomenal. Like this is something that you could read to kids, kids could read and they would get that emotional learning without really kind of realizing what's going on. Um, it's just so well done. It's fantastic. Um, I kind of hope that this isn't really the end of the series that we'll get more of these characters because they're just, they're wonderful. Um, but, uh, this will definitely go on a list of ones that should be like physically bought and held just to see some of these artwork spreads um, across both pages. Also on our pull list this week is Welcome Back, uh, Oriole. Uh, it is out March 28th from Tokyo Pop by Takatsu. Uh, so Kazu and Moto grew up in the same neighborhood and were best friends. Uh, as they get a little older, Kazu realizes he has feelings for Moto. Uh, between that, Kazu's home life and Moto's budding love life, uh, will these two best friends become enemies? Um, overall, I thought this was a good story. Um, it it was a little confusing at first because it was one of those like i think they did a time jump but i'm not <laughs> sure that they did a time jump you know um but once you know once i kind of got acclimated into it okay cool i'm in you know i'm into this okay whatever um and there were also like going on there were a few other confusing moments but that was just more so of like a cultural thing because um in this book, you know, it starts off with uh, Kazu and Moto being kids, and you see them kind of like as they grow up, you know, in various stages of school. And they, you know, like at one point were like third year, <clears throat> third year junior high schoolers, and they were like choosing their own high school, kind of like how one chooses their own college. And so it was just like, it was odd because that's not quite how we do things here and yeah but yeah so it was just it was it's it just one of those things like i kind of had to just figure out what their life situation is but anyway um you know and also without giving too much away there was there were two scenes that were like borderline uncomfortable um you know it's not this book isn't um necessarily like for mature readers only it definitely isn't you know only for mature readers but there were a couple of scenes where it's like you know maybe more of the teenager like you know age range or whatever what have you mm -hmm. but uh but yeah outside of that i really enjoyed this book so all right let's go to trailer takedown Let's get ready for trailer takedown. And we have four trailers to talk about this week. Uh, the first one, <clears throat> like I mentioned earlier, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers once and always uh, going up against. Now, this is a game trailer uh, for Toxic Crusaders. Um, Tabitha, let's start with you. I didn't really know what was happening when we first started watching this. And it's got that like fun old school animation to it. Like you're playing like, you know, like an old school video game. But I still don't really know what the objective of the game is. I might have just missed that and being distracted by the shiny, colorful <laughs> artwork. Um, it's fine. 
What am I supposed to do? That's going up against Power Rangers. Oh, God. <laughs> Guys, it's been a... I'm having a life. Um, <laughs> Power Rangers was hokey on purpose, like all Power Rangers things are. I know that it made Mitch's heart swell with peepsy joy. And <laughs> um, so... <sighs> Eight points to Power Rangers and two points for how distracted I was staring the game trailer that I can't even remember the name of anymore. So how many of those eight points are like are for me? Um, all of them but two, and it's the two times that I chuckled during the trailer. Okay. Fair. So thank you get six, but Power Rangers gets two. Okay. And yeah. But thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. All right, um, <laughs> Lydia. Uh, there's a lot of nostalgia with both of these trailers. Oh my god! Thank you. That was the word I was looking for, and I couldn't come. <laughs> thank you, Lydia. You're welcome. <laughs> so, yeah, Power Rangers. Like they mentioned a while back, that they were going to be doing something with this, and that the different ones were coming back, but they didn't really give us a whole lot to go off of. The fact that this actually has a legit plot line to it makes me so happy. <laughs> Like, I thought that there was just going to be like, oh, Power Rangers are back. Okay, they fought somebody. Okay, we're done. Like, no, there's like a legit storyline going on. And I'm excited for it. Um, The game trailer, like, straight up looked like a 90s fighter game that you would find in an arcade. <laughs> and I think it actually was. I don't remember this one in particular. But uh, so the fact that they're bringing that back is fun. But of the two... I'm probably not going to play the, the 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 90s game, but I am definitely going to watch the Power Rangers. So I'm going to give nine to Power Rangers and one to the video game. So Toxic Crusaders, um, yeah, like I got hardcore uh, Simpsons arcade game and Ninja Turtles arcade mm-hmm. game. I got those two vibes hardcore from that. Um, it seems fun. Um, I'm Depending on how you have to play it like i i'm not for sure if it's is if it is it a computer game is it it's it everything say, everything it steam for sure so i know okay. it's on pc yeah. yeah um i mean if they made like a mobile version of it like 100% would try that out everything else it de- decreases drastically but you know um that goes up against power rangers and um all I have to say is, that's about all I did the first time from start to finish. <laughs> Tabitha is very awake now. <laughs> I was absolutely not prepared for that. <laughs> and that plus the peepsy, like I feel like I, I feel like this might be my last day on Earth. <laughs> Having some heart palpitations over there. <laughs> heart palpitations. <laughs> I caught it. That actually kind of hurt. <laughs> yeah, it did. It's <laughs> the first time I've actually witnessed a chicken wing shame. <laughs> um, yeah, that flew right by you. Um, <laughs> Give my wing back. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this trailer was everything. Um, I was... Interested to see how they were going to handle uh, Trini with uh, the the actor Tweet uh, Tweet Rang having passed away many years ago, uh, 
But I'm almost glad that they didn't just say, oh, yeah, Trini's living her best life over somewhere, you know. Um, but, but yeah, like, that was interesting. Uh, seeing this new command center is phenomenal. Um, seeing them back at the juice bar, you know, like, <laughs> and this is like, like, we've got like three rangers that we have not seen since they left in this um with billy zach and aisha and i'm just so here for it it comes out april 19th netflix is weird and like it actually will release at like two or three o'clock in the morning so i will wake up early enough to watch that before work (laughs) um as fun as toxic crusaders looks power rangers gets all of my points matt um so Toxic Crusaders does. It just has that nostalgic vibe. It feels like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game it reminds me of Double Dragon. Um, all of those River City Ransom, like old school, like side scrolling games. It just looks a lot of fun. Um, this trailer does nothing for the plot, which there probably really isn't one other than beat up the bad guys. Um, this does get um, some massive bonus points, though, for the theme song. Um the the guys that did this, we're good. Oh, the guys that did this theme song um, are kind of like a weird owl heavy metal. Um, they're called Psycho Stick. They're awesome. They're hilarious. They're very talented. Love that they got to do this. Um, this is just right up their alley. Um, Power Rangers. I think the biggest thing I have to say about this is I am also really excited that this has like a legit plot. And that they didn't just bypass what happened um, with Trini. Like, that's the focus of this plot line. And I think that's a really respectable way to do that. Um, so, I, I don't know. I, I think it's going to be fun. It's going to be great. I will not wake up early to watch this, but I will probably... Um, you know, click play on Netflix at some point and watch this um, not long after it comes out. Um, I am going to go seven points to Power Rangers and three to Toxic Crusaders. So with a score of six to 34, uh, Power Rangers once and always moves on. It's going to meet the winner of Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret, uh, versus You Hurt My Feelings. Um, Two different movies about women in very different parts of their lives uh, Lydia let's start with you this round so I remember reading Are You There God It's Me Margaret I don't remember a whole lot about it because I read it so freaking long ago but one thing that I do remember actually is in this trailer and I was sitting waiting for it and it was the very last thing that they did in this trailer and it's the stupid we must improve our bus thing and I don't know why that is a thing that is stuck in my brain for the past I don't even know how many years but there it is but this looks really cute looks like it's going to be a fun little like coming of age story and I'm excited to actually see them put it to a screen um, the you hurt my feelings one I was bored. I didn't care that your feelings are hurt. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Here, let me hurt them some more for you. So maybe you go away. Um, I don't know. I I just, I was not entertained. So I'm going to just mirror the last round. I'm going to go nine and one. 
Nope, that's not right. <laughs> I mean, yes, your points are right. <laughs> <laughs> you, your points could be whatever you want them to be. Um, I'm not for sure that I read Are You There, God, as a kid. Um, and if I did, I don't have any recollection of it. Um, <clears throat> I am surprised. I think we may have even talked about this at some point. I am surprised that in the fifty years this book has been out, it's never been turned into you know a movie, whether it be like a made-for-TV movie or TV series or anything. That's just shocking to me with how. Um, you know, with how influential and important this book is. Um, so I really liked like this, this movie does have, you know, a lot of star power. Um, I was like, Oh, Rachel McAdams there, there you are. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Like you're not being a mean girl, but okay. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, this was, this, this seems like a, it's going to be a cute, fun movie. Um, you hurt my feelings. Uh, it's an A24 movie and, um, A24 can't really do much wrong right now. Um, I enjoyed this trailer. I thought it was not funny. Not, I mean, it had its moments, but like, I, I think this is going to be one of those movies where it's like, it, it's definitely not going to be a summer blockbuster, but I think that this, this is going to have like a, but I, I do think this is going to have, you know, like a, a lot of really beautiful touching moments to it. Um, did my points just basically based off of, uh, what I would be more likely to see. So I gave three points to Are You There, God? And seven points to You Hurt My Feelings. Uh, Tabitha. So I read Are You There, God? It's me, Margaret. Before I should have been reading Are You There, God? It's me, Margaret. And I remember being very confused by this book as a very young child because I was like, oh, Judy Bloom, Fudge Mania. Like, let me go. Mm, absolutely not. Very different. <laughs> very different vibe. Um this trailer looks fun and I'm glad they kept it in the t like the time, time frame and like didn't try to modernize it because when I saw this that was not something that I was kind of concerned about so that's really cool not that I'm nostalgic for the 70s but like that I feel like that was important to hold on to and I also very vividly remember that we must improve our bust moment in like the book and then seeing it on the, I was like oh and then the moment where she's like asking for a bra from her mom like yep. even being too young to really understand that when I read it I still have a very visual memory of her being like uncomfy and like <laughs> her, she's obviously very uncomfy in this trailer as well um <sighs> you hurt my feelings looks like it will hurt my feelings um, <laughs> I love Julia Louise Drivis in uh VIP and her sense of humor always gets me because she's so blunt with it but in like a very convincing I'm not acting kind of way um, I don't know I'm, I think I'm just going to go five and five because I don't know that I can I can pick a fave Matt I did not read Are You There God It's Me Margaret um, I didn't read a whole lot of Judy Bloom as a kid um I, I I was a I was a Beverly Cleary kid, not a Judy Bloom kid. I don't know. Not like there's two camps and you have to be in one or the other. But were you like uh, undercover for one camp and like? I was just like books. 
More. <laughs> um, uh, this does. This looks fun. I uh, I am glad that, like Tabitha said, that they kept this and didn't try and modernize it. Um, I think it would have lost some of the charm that has made this a classic um, that kids still read. Um, you hurt my feelings. Definitely is going to have some feelings. It's I, I'm I'm interested in this because A24 made their name doing horror movies. They got real prominent with uh, everything everywhere all at once. And now they just continue to branch out into everything. Like, let's let's show you that we can do pretty much everything. Um, everywhere, and, all at once. Yeah, all at once. Um, but Mitch, I think you're right. I don't know right now that A24 can do much wrong um, when it comes to that. Um, I feel like this is, is going to be a little triggering in some moments. Um, but yeah, it's not going to be a summer blockbuster. It's, it's going to have those moments. I... Which one am I more likely to watch? Probably Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. Um, just because I'll have less feelings. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to go six for Margaret and four for You Hurt My Feelings. All right. So with a score of 23 to 17, Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. Faces Power Rangers once and always. Um I will start this round uh, as much as I would like to give um, 50 points to Power Rangers once and always. <laughs> I, 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 I can't do that in good conscience, uh, but I am going to give all 10 of my points. Um, yeah. Are you, are you there, Zordon? It's me, Mitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, there's our episode. <laughs> but you have to use the original cover. <laughs> you have to put your face on Zordon's head in that, in that pillar. <laughs> Tabitha. I'm giving Mitch all of my points because Mitch deserves them because he's so happy about the Power Rangers. So I'm going to give him the Power Rangers. Power Rangers really? My points. Really? I'm feeling very generous this evening. Thank you. I'm not going to, I'm not going to squander it. Lydia. <laughs> Uh, say both of these things were things of my childhood, but I am definitely going to watch Power Rangers and geek out a lot more than I am if I get around to watching Margaret. So I'm going to go eight for Power Rangers and two for Are You There, Gods and Margaret. All right, Matt. Um, I'm going to mirror Lydia on this because at the end of the day, I am more likely to take the time and sit down and watch the power rangers um are you there got it me margaret i i will watch probably at some point but it's not like i'm like okay it's released let's go sit down and watch it power rangers i'm probably more likely to actually do that even if i'm by myself um so eight for power rangers and two for margaret with a score of 36 to 4 mighty Morphin power rangers once and always wins this week's trailer takedown and i could not be happier <laughs> <laughs> all right let's get into some gut reaction Ow! gut reaction hey, i don't know about you guys but like that peepsy is heartburn yeah, yeah. not heartburn but i'm i'm getting burpsy um <laughs> I feel like I can't burp, and it's like a very uncomfortable, unpleasant experience. 
So like you finally will and like I'm gonna break the sound barrier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna try really hard not to do that in the microphone. Yes. Or in the basement where like a house is going to fall on top of us. That would not be fun. Yeah. Uh, I'll wait till I'm outside. Bring down the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Going to steal the moon. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Matt, you are going to start things off with this week. We have a little bit of an update from uh, House Bill twenty seven eighty nine. We do. Um, so, House Bill twenty seven eighty nine um, has passed the Senate. Or sorry, it passed the House. I don't. I keep. I keep getting it's it backwards. Literally in front of you. <laughs> I know. I know. He never learned to read. No. It, <laughs> I only do it because I would do the same thing. Right. So. so it moves on to the Senate, um, passes there, then it will go to the governor's desk. But, um, well, we're a step in the right direction. So, And just as a reminder, what is House Bill 2789? Oh, um, it is the uh, House Bill that will stop the banning of books um, in Illinois public libraries. Um, you will either, you'll have to not ban books or post like the the guidelines um in the library so nice where's your thumb oh uh definitely up if we, the faster this goes through the senate the better lydia it always makes me uncomfortable when you ask the question where is your thumb okay <laughs> do you have a better alternative not at this point in time <laughs> uh, but mine is up <laughs> yeah uh i have nothing more to add thumbs up tabitha oh uh, yeah thumbs up I know where my thumbs are. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Matt, we're going to stick with you and uh, we're going to talk about Vision Quest. So we all knew that Vision Quest was coming to Disney Plus as a series. Uh, But the Writers Guild of America website uh, posted what I guess could be considered spoilers. Uh, They listed some of the writers that are in the writer's room for the series. Um, The two big names that are on there are Megan McDonald, um, who was a writer on WandaVision. Uh, she was credited. She is credited in the Marvels and she is a writer on the upcoming series, Agatha. Um, and then they also have Peter Cameron, who also was a writer on WandaVision. Uh, his other credits are Moon Knight and Werewolf by Night. So two, Marvel writers coming back, specifically two from WandaVision, building on this story. Um, I, I'm I'm always up for more of Paul Bettany's vision um, in the MCU. If this will bring, maybe bring him back like full round and he can get back into the movies apart from the series, I'm all for this. Thumbs up. I'm I'm ready for this part. Lydia. I completely blanked on what Vision Quest was, so I tried to Google it really quick, and I got some 85 movie about a high school wrestler, and I was <laughs> super confused. Um, <laughs> but uh, other than that, I mean, thumbs up sounds cool, and having writers that have worked on other Marvel properties like that involved sounds like a good idea to me. Yeah. Um, thumbs up. I just hope that um, I can catch up on other marvel shows before <laughs> that releases tabitha um it makes me a little nervous if i'm being honest because of how much i really just did not enjoy one vision like i didn't enjoy the tv show as much as i thought i would um so i guess i'm sideways 
There is speculation that Marvel Comics is about to kill off Mary Jane Watson just in time for the 50th anniversary of Gwen Stacy getting the axe. Um, whenever, like, if this happens, whoever Peter Parker is dating in another 50 years, just break up with him. <laughs> just break up with him. It's fine. Um, the solicitation for Amazing Spider-Man uh, number 27 reads, uh, Grief looms over Peter after... Uh, Last issue, shocking death. Spider-Man's villains are more than happy to keep him distracted. Your eyes don't deceive you. Dr. Octopus is back. Uh, some have also pointed out that the covers to Amazing Spider-Man 25 and 26 uh, are fairly similar uh, to Amazing Spider-Man number 121, which originally killed off Gwen, and also Spider-Man Blue, uh, which retold the story. Absolute thumbs down on this. Um... I am a Peter M.J. shipper till the day I die, till the day Mary Jane dies. But um, um, but I have not been a fan of this run of Spider-Man, especially with how like Peter Parker and Mary Jane were together finally, and then not. And we we started issue one with them no longer together, and we don't know why. And we're now on issue 21, I think, was just released this week. And we're just now getting to it. And it's just, oh, man. <laughs> just let Peter and Mary Jane be happy, please. Thumbs down. Tap them. If I had dated Peter Parker for 50 years, I would have been ready to die. So thumbs up. <laughs> Go on with your bad self, Mary Jane. Get out of there. Matt. <laughs> uh, I, this... Uh, th- this is this is rough because like I just don't know that some of these characters like it's, the superheroes die they come back they whatever I, I the these characters like Mary Jane and Gwen Stacy I I don't see any reason why to kill them off other than just to sell a few more issues so I am gonna go thumbs down Lydia yes yeah, so anybody that wants to date Spider Man should just run run in the opposite direction. Um. <laughs> Spider Man is the ultimate red flag. <laughs> yeah, red and red blue. And, blue. <laughs> and strike all over. Um. <laughs> Who's that for? I don't even know. Lydia, give one of them a chicken and one of them a bell. <laughs> okay. Lydia added on to our joke, so I think she should also get a shame. She can't help it. She's on Peepsy, <laughs> <laughs> and we can help it. Yes. <laughs> Don't tell me who to shame. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, um, th- thumb- thumbs down. <laughs> Quit killing people off just for the sake of killing people off. Um, so sticking with uh, comics for a second, uh, Brooklyn Prince, uh, the 12-year-old star of Cocaine Bear, uh, has another career lined up if Bear Whisperer doesn't work out. <laughs> what? I didn't say anything. Yeah, but your eyes did. That's just how I look at you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So Brooklyn co-wrote a comic book called Misfortune's Eye uh, based off of a story that she uh, pitched to Sumerian Comics. Uh, The comic will be unveiled at Megacon in Orlando. Um, Brooklyn is living her best life right now. She's living a lot of people's best lives right now. Um, Totally here for it. I don't even know what Misfortune's Eye is about, um, but I'm happy for her. Thumbs up. Tabitha. Yeah, thumbs up. Matt. Uh, If you could sell that, like whatever the the plot line is, um, I say go for it. Thumbs up. 
Lydia. Yeah, thumbs up. Um, Matt, let's talk about a secret Star Wars movie. Yeah, there's a secret Star Wars project that hasn't officially been announced. Um, the rumor is that next month at Star Wars Celebration will be the actual announcement of what the film is going to be. Um, there's a release date, December 19th of 2025. Um, but as of yesterday, Damon Lindelof and co-writer Justin Britt Gibson um, have left this super secret Star Wars project. Um, it's the director, Charmaine Obaide Chinoy, is still attached. That's all fine and dandy. Um, there's no information on why the two writers seem to have left the project. Um, but there was discussion yesterday or the day before, like once the announcement was made that they had left, that there might already be a replacement. And this morning they did announce the replacement for the two writers. Um, Stephen Knight, who is the creator of Peaky Blinders is going to be taking over. So no idea what this project is for the secret secret star Wars project is. Um, but they lost two writers gained one from a very different genre. Um, so I guess we'll wait and see what the actual announcement is. at star Wars celebration. Um, I'm going to go thumb sideways until we see what this, um, announcement actually is because I still at this point would rather have rogue squadron. Lydia. So spoiler alerted, they're actually working on a sequel to the holiday special. <laughs> <laughs> which is why the two writers left are like yeah i'm not gonna be a, a, a party to this um <laughs> bye uh also can we talk about how weird all their names are what the heck is that mm-hmm. anyway thumb sideways <laughs> yeah i'm gonna have to go thumb sideways on this uh just because i don't know what the move or you know what the project is so i don't know whether to be upset that they left know, exactly so oh Tabitha. This is a really bad secret. <laughs> like, <laughs> we have a super secret project. It's not very secret if everybody knows you have a super secret project. So for their inability to keep a secret, I'm giving them a thumbs down. <laughs> so um, Ahmed Best is best known as Jar Jar Binks. Um, and the poor man has gone through hell with the hate that the character has gotten through the years. Um, I don't know much, um, and, and I could have actually done a little bit of research, but I didn't want to because I'm not caught up on Mandalorian, but Ahmed Best is getting redemption. He is playing, um, he is playing a Jedi Knight, Jedi Master, Kelleran Beck, uh, in the Mandalorian. Um, apparently he's reprising the role, um... He was the host of Star Wars Jedi Temple Challenge back in 2020. Um, So, yeah, he took to Instagram and he just says, gratitude, glad, good to be back. Uh, There's so much to say and share. It's going to take a couple of days. But for now, I'll just say thank you to all who have held me up and made me better. Um, Thumbs up. Um, You know, like we, when I say we, I mean the Internet, but like the Internet (laughs) wasn't as hateful um now or wasn't as hateful back then as we are now and mm. he still got all this 
hate for no reason. I will always say that Jar Jar Binks is just as, if not less annoying than Yoda originally was. Fight me on it. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, he, he got yeah, he got shafted and I never really felt that was right. So I'm happy for him. Thumbs up, Tabitha. Yeah, thumbs up. I mean, it's not his fault that Jar Jar Binks was super annoying. No offense. Sorry, Mitch. Um, not his fault as an actor. Like, I hate when people do that. I mean, just be mad at George Lucas. Don't be mad at the actor. Um, so <clears throat> good for him. Thumbs up. Matt. Um, as long as he doesn't do the voice, I'm all for this. <laughs> um, that's probably the most annoying part about Jar Jar Binks, honestly, is that is that voice that he had to do. And that's, again, not his fault. That's, you know, direction of George Lucas and the way that he wanted this character to be. Um, so I give him credit for sticking with it and coming back to Star Wars after everything that he went through. Um, but uh, we catch up on the Mandalorian and see um, how badass this uh, Jedi is that he plays. Even if it's for one line, I would like for him to bring back the voice, just kind of like as an Easter egg. No, one line. Mm-mm. He says Misa in trouble, and I'm gonna, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> what if there's a character that's named Misa? Misa. Now here's the thing: that's something John Favreau would hundred percent do. You, and you know what you would. It's not wrong. <laughs> Lydia. I, I still have not met Jar Jar Binks because I haven't watched those movies. So I don't have the uh, opinion everybody else seems to have yet. But good for him for coming back and basically trying to redeem whatever hole he got himself in because of poor direction. So <laughs> thumbs up for that. <laughs> Um, Matt, we, we're just going to keep the Star Wars train going. Uh, let's talk about Skeleton Crew. So, new Disney Plus series, Skeleton Crew, which um, is going to star Jude Law. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that, that would get a reaction. Um, but um, the news really is that it started filming this summer, and the Daniels, who are fresh off their Oscar win for Everything Everywhere All at Once... Um, have announced via the internet that they are directing an episode. Um, they did initially get a lot of hate online because that's the way the internet goes. Um, people saying they sold out, blah, 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 blah. So they took to the internet and defended themselves in a Instagram post and huge credit to them. Um, they were approached before every, everything everywhere all at once even came out in theaters. So they were on board this skeleton crew project long before they were a household name. Um, kind of also, kind of also to um, LA fears. They did announce that their next project is an original project, um, but they are excited to dip their toes in the Star Wars universe for an episode. No, I didn't say anything. <laughs> yeah, but when he said dip their toes, I don't like that. <laughs> Well, it's it's done and over with, so I'm just gonna fill it with it. Um, I'm gonna go thumbs up, like big toe up, <laughs> toe up from the flow up. <laughs> Lydia, should I shame him for that? Yes. One? <laughs> Do you want a bell or a chicken wing? <laughs> he seems really close. I don't want you to hurt him with the chicken wing, so he can just have a bell. <laughs> That's from Lydia. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm indifferent, so thumbs sideways. 
um, giving this a thumbs up. Um, that is insane that they're being criticized for selling out. Um, I don't. I don't care if if doing anything re- you know involved with Star Wars is selling out. Then sign me the f up. I, <laughs> I sold out. Thumbs up, Tabitha. Yeah, you have me at Jude Law. Thumbs up. <laughs> Um, Tabitha, you have our last story of the night. Um, let's go on a cream egg hunt. Don't like that either. No. Um, so I, we, I posted this story not last week because we did not have a show, but the week before and we didn't have time to talk about it. And I reposted it this week because I really wanted to talk about it. Um, because I saw the headline, UK thief admits stealing thousands of Cadbury cream Easter eggs. And I was like, excuse me? Um, so how uh, awkward would it have been if like when he's like playing this heist or whatever and he thinks that he's stealing like a truckload of Fabergé eggs? <laughs> it's just Cadbury eggs. Um, I want you to take a guess. How much you think a trailer, like a semi-trailer loaded with crab- Cadbury cream eggs would be worth? Like a, a semi-trailer? Or- mm-hmm. Now, are we talking U.S. dollars? Like, what's the currency? <laughs> um, it's in it's in U.S. dollars. Um, I will give you the pounds, like the actual weight. Um, it's... 31,000 pounds of Cadbury cream eggs. Now, I want you to guess how much that's worth. Like, fair market value (laughs) Cadbury cream egg. 100,000 up. Lower. Lower? Lower. Really? I'm going to say 50K. Okay, Matt, what's your guess? Um, I'm going to say... 38,000. You are on the nose. 38,000. Did you look at this article? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly $38,000. So, he broke into an industrial park and he stole 200,000 Cadbury Easter eggs. 32-year-old dude in the UK. He used a metal grinder to break through the gate in an industrial park and then used a stolen semi-truck to tow <laughs> away a trailer loaded with said eggs. Um, the police department in the UK, the police departments in the UK and their Twitters and their social media are just chef's kiss. Best they've ever seen. Um, they tweeted... Uh, that shortly after the break-in, officers stopped a vehicle presuming, presumably purporting to be the Easter Bunny <laughs> on a highway and arrested him on suspicious of theft. He did give up. He did not try to go on a you know high-speed chase in his semi-full of Easter eggs. Um, but he did just... He gave up. He uh, is going. He did have some previous convictions for stolen goods. I don't know what those are. And he did plead guilty. And he will be sentenced next month. And I've already signed up for the Google alerts for this town to figure out what they find him with. <laughs> did, did he do this heist in a bunny costume? Unfortunately, I don't think so. That would have been way cooler, though. But why? Why would you do this? What are you going to do with them? That's what, what I right? want to know. 
If you're Matt, you just eat them. <laughs> I wasn't going to say $38,000 worth of Cadbury cream eggs is like a Tuesday for Matt. So like, And you want to know why I figured out how much they were worth? Because I have, like, okay, I have, I have an obsession. Many, I have yeah, I know how much they are individually. So I just did the math on the poundage. Sorry. <laughs> so yeah, just, just yeah, black, blackberry, uh, black market Cadbury eggs. <laughs> I just, I don't understand it. Like, I mean, was he trying to give his kids a good Easter? Like, what are they gonna do? Climb on them? Like, that's so uh, many. I mean, maybe he has a lot of kids. Maybe it was Nick Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> Really I feel like that would have been bigger news than, uh, than what it was. He really wanted to give his kids a good Easter for the next 20 years. <laughs> I feel like those would expire. Mm. Yeah. Did it say like what flavors? Was it like an assortment of flavors? Or? It just said the cream eggs. So just said the cream just... eggs. Oh. It is the UK. Um, yeah, their cream eggs are different than their the cream ones. Eggs oh, are, are they? Yeah. Okay. They are. Yeah, My I bad. theirs are better. Probably. I mean, they couldn't be worse. They They're not yeah. straight sugar on the inside. I say, uh, I Aren't like they more the... like gooey. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't like that either. <laughs> it's I. I want to say it's more like like a nougat filling than okay. just like that straight um, sugar icing. I have a tummy ache. I don't know if it's the Cadbury cream egg conversation or the Pepsi. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. We're back, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the caramel eggs, but the, the cream eggs have always been disgusting to me. Yeah. yeah, I can get behind the caramel eggs. Yeah, I mean, chocolate and caramel, that's mm-hmm. fine. Um, I've seen it World Market a couple of times, like the UK versions where they have like salted caramel and Ooh. like there's like mint and stuff like that. Like they, yeah. So, I mean, it might have just been a plethora of different options, but. So I'd F with to, mint. Yeah. So, Easter trip to the UK? I mean, we don't have any Cadbury eggs. They're probably being held still yeah. <laughs> for evidence. Oh, oh they're going to melt. <laughs> what a waste. <laughs> Maybe they're in a, an air-conditioned truck trailer and they're just keeping the whole trailer somewhere. I don't know. Just This guy's just know. ruining everybody's day. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, why don't we, why don't we sign off here? <laughs> I'll I'll run down to Schnooks. You all stay here. I'll run down to Schnooks, get us some Cadbury eggs, some of the American version, um, and we'll have some Peepsy, and you know we'll have a good night. I like my insides on my coma. insides. So you, can, can you grab some Tums while you're down there for the heartburn from the Peepsy? Yeah, I make no promises. Okay. All right. Um, we will see you guys next week at C two E two. Everybody say Peepsy. Bye. Goodbye. (laughs) That's going to do it for this episode of The Geek Awakens. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, shoot us an email at thegeekawakenspodcast at gmail.com. It would be a shame if you didn't follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the Geek Awakens Podcast or on Twitter at Geek Awakens. Theme music created and produced by E. Cannon Beats. Our logo was designed by Shay McCain. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. We're boldly gone.